We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going. Stay not safe. Before you cross me, look both ways. Leaving the scene with no trace. Not in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going. State to state. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, and this interview is going to drop literally a couple of weeks before Destiny Wrestling's first show of 2023. And who better to talk Destiny Wrestling than the chairman of the board, the owner, the head honcho, if you will, the new owner and proprietor of Destiny World Wrestling, none other than my good friend, and that's not shop talk because we actually do talk on a regular basis outside of this, Emilio. How are you, sir? Good, George. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited to talk Destiny Wrestling. Um, let's talk a little bit of history about you, though, and how things kind of per game. So we know that, uh, I guess, from old management to new management, old ownership to new ownership, changed in the summer. We had that end-of-the-year kind of show wrap-up. We also had a lot of big title changes, especially Aiden Prince being crowned as the new Destiny World Wrestling Champion. One of the best in Ontario. Absolutely. Holding all the gold is destroy. And it's a faction that easily got under your skin. And we'll get into that a little bit from the previous show. But um, let's talk about, I guess, um, taking the reins from ending off last year with a decent first show for yourself in control of everything to what we're building to new beginnings uh, last Sunday in January, the 29th. Tickets are still on sale and they will still be on sale. But I know that front row and VIP is completely sold out. Am I right about that? They are 100% sold out. The early VIP meet and greet with the machine guns is sold out. And all front row is sold out. Second row almost sold out. And we still have general admission tickets. But get them while they're hot. It's going to be a hot ticket. It's going to be a hot ticket on a rather cold day. Huh? Like the, like uh, the yeah, no, that, that works. It's going to be a hot ticket. We got some really good talent coming in for the show. And we actually, we actually had some changes, which we'll, we'll kind of talk about that for sure. But let's talk, I guess, about... Um, where you kind of ended off 2022 and where you expect 2023 to go and what you're planning for this, you know, new version of Destiny World Wrestling. Well, you know, we had the last show, like you just said, in 2022. It was a great show. I feel that it was really, it was done well. Uh, the talent all busted their hump. Um, the fans were great. They were hot for the whole event. Um, for 2023, I, I think where a lot of the concentration is going to come into is going to be stories. And having our fans engaged in the stories and in the talent uh, that we, we bring in and that we regularly have on the show, to get them more engaged, to make them feel what's happening in the ring. Um, I've always been a fan of that from when I was a little guy back in the 80s. You know, you would see these larger-than-life characters, the Hulk Hogan, the Randy Savages, the Warrior, Andre the Giant, Big John Studd, Bam Bam Bigelow, King Kong Bundy. And it was just like, Wow, when you when you saw them, you transition a little bit into the '90s, uh, the 2000s. You know, you have the whole Attitude Era, a little more of a hybrid type system, lots of action, lots of moving objects, but just a completely different style. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to try to combine everything. I want to have the larger than life characters. I want to have the hybrid wrestlers. I want to have a flow and a story to absolutely everything that happens with Destiny. Whether we're running a show at the Don Call of Arena, or whether we're running a show, you know, in Oshawa, in Sudbury, in Montreal, in Cornwall, in Vancouver, in St. Johnston, wherever it may be that there is a flow to the show so the fans know what to expect when they're watching a Destiny show 
as you know, we did sign recently with IWTV. So we were, we will be producing a weekly show uh, for that platform. Right on. So you're, it sounds like when you mentioned all those different cities in and around Canada, we're talking about taking destiny on the road. It's not just going to be a Mississauga anymore. It's not going to be at the Don Koloff. It's going to be everywhere and anywhere that you can get your eyes on some talent from obviously those areas, but also building these storylines, almost like, if you will, a WWE, a moving episodic week to week show. Am I right about that? Absolutely. Like we'll always have Don Koloff as our main home base. That's where our main shows will always be. But what's to say one month we venture out to a Sudbury, Ontario, the following month we'd venture out and do a show uh, with a great company out in Cornwall called Seaway Valley Wrestling, mm-hmm. um, which we are planning something for the month of June, um, where we can do a great show for the fans and we can do buses from Toronto, you know, to Cornwall. And then if we're flipping the show around, another bus from Cornwall for their fans to come and see what we do here at the Don Kolov Arena. I just think it gives fans some dream matches that may not be able to happen. Um, it, it opens up and expands other brands. Yeah, quote unquote, you know, competition, but I rather work with the competition to develop better product, better matches, and more a better experience all around for the fans to see. Hey, I, I think you did that with the first show. I mean, you brought in the likes of Warhorse, you brought in Blake Christian, which were fantastic. We got to see these new talents that a lot of uh, Canadian fans might not have been able to see otherwise. It's not like those guys come over here all the time. So when they do, it is extra special to bring those kind of talents in. Now, one thing I do got to talk, since we're talking about talents, we did mention in August that the title changed hands. Yep. Josh Alexander lost the title. He was never pinned in that match, but he lost the title. It was a four-way. He lost the title. Aiden Prince, new champion. What is the relationship with Josh Alexander now and Destiny World Wrestling? Never say never. Isn't that the line in the, in the wrestling world? It is, yeah. Um, yeah, all I can say is never say never. Josh is doing his thing in Impact Wrestling. Um, he's the longest reigning impact champion and it's, it's well-deserved. Uh, there's nothing you can say about Josh Alexander, except he is the, the prototype that I feel a lot of wrestlers should want to model themselves after, um, from a talent in the ring to being a great person outside of the ring, a dad, a husband, he's just an all around great dude. And, you know, being able to physically, watch what Josh Alexander does in the ring is, is phenomenal. And it doesn't matter if it's on impact every week or if it's a show in some small town, Josh Alexander gives a hundred percent all the time and there's nobody can ever challenge that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, I, I could not disagree with you at all. Everything you said, Josh Alexander, I think PWI robbed him. I think he should have been a lot higher than he was on that list. I think he should have been number one. That's my opinion. He, and it's my show. <laughs> he is number one, number two. In, in my eyes, absolutely, 150%. Um, I, again, I don't disagree with you. Now, let's talk some of the fallout from the last show. Mainly, um, building up this women's division, kind of a partnership with Revolution Women's Wrestling, which is fantastic. We know their champion, Giselle, Giselle Shaw, uh, kind of listed a promo at the last event saying that the winner of Spinelli versus Alexia would get a shot at that Women's Revolution title. But the problem was, Spinelli won the match, which is great, so she's technically the number one contender, but Alexia Nicole had a change in attitude. Didn't like the ref's decision. Went after the ref. Security stopped her. And then she went after security. I know she will be there on the 29th. So I got to ask you, Emilio, as the head honcho, what are the repercussions for Alexia Nicole's actions in the December show? Well, after the show, I, I can tell you she she wasn't very talkative when I tried to have a word 
uh, to go over her actions with putting her hands on uh, officials. But she, all she did was that she left the building and she said, I'll be in contact with you. And uh, about a week after the show, uh, she reached out and she says, I have something I want to say, but I want to say it in front of the Destiny crowd on January 29th. You so, have no idea what she's got to say. None. I have no idea. We are going to give her the live mic. If she gets out of control, 100% we'll cut it off. Um, but we are going to give her the opportunity uh, to say what's on her mind. I believe that everyone has a right to say what's on their mind as long as they, they don't go overboard. So we'll hear what she says on the 29th. My finger uh, will be on that button if she goes uh, a little bit too far with it. And I will cut that interview off right away and have her get the security out there again to escort her out of the ring. Well, I hope they, I hope they fare better than they did on the 29th. That's all I got to say about that. But now let's, you've had your hands full with, I guess, wrestlers and actions and voicing their opinion. Uh, No bigger voice than destroy. Destroy has voiced their opinion to no avail. They actually let the former owner know exactly what they thought of destiny when they destroyed everything. And they pretty much let you know on the January 29th show that they're going to do whatever they want when they, A, destroyed the uh, next-gen championship, which we'll get into that. I'm sure you want to talk about that. But let's also talk about the big announcement that you made. You came out and you pretty much called out Flares and Vertigo and said, cool, you guys keep running your mouths, Prince as well, keep running your mouths. I'm going to make you put your money where your mouth is. And next show, you're going to defend those tag titles against arguably one of the best tag teams of all time, a tag team that ushered in the new era of tag team wrestling that we see now. They're the godfathers of the new style of tag team, my honest opinion, and that is Chris Saban and Alex Shelley, the Motor City Machine Guns. I mean, that is fucking huge. Excuse my language. I mean, fuck, it's my show. I can swear if I want. But holy shit, dude, you dropped a bomb. And let me tell you, Fuerza and Vertigo, they look pissed. They, they did look pissed. I think they tried to pull one on everyone at that last show because I still, to this point, have not seen any medical records uh, with from Von Vertigo saying that he was unable to compete other than what we've seen on social medias. But given the benefit of the doubt, I, I let Fuerza uh, pick his partner, who in turn, he uh, picked his uh, the leader of Destroy and Aiden there. Um, but, you know, I wanted to... I know these guys have been making a statement and, you know, they did some stuff about four or five months ago and they destroyed everything. Um, the destiny rings, skirts, media wall, everything like that. I just, I wanted to let them know that, Hey, I'm not going to stand for that. I'm here. I'm ready to face you guys face to face. And I myself, am not going to get in the ring, but I will bring in the very best and put them in the ring with them. And that's exactly what you did. And not only that, uh, are there any repercussions for the destruction of the next-gen championship, pretty much throwing it in the trash, a la Medusa, 96, if you will? And we also know that you mentioned something about a new title that is emerging, correct? Correct. So Aiden at that show was to hand over the title to me um, pre-show, and uh, he promised me he would at the end of the show. Um, The way I got it was not the way I was thinking I was going to get it, by pulling it out of a trash can. Mm. But in saying that, I believe he's tarnished that title. I believe that title has done what it was supposed to do. And I wanted to reinvent it. The same way I want to reinvent some stuff with Destiny, I wanted to reinvent that next-gen title. Mm -hmm. So maybe what they did lit a light bulb in my head Mm. and helped me move forward. And at 
the show on January 29th, we are going to introduce the new title. It, we're transitioning from the next gen title to the new era championship. Mm-hmm. And that will be going um, to either Ren Jones, the swag man himself, or the diamond, Zach Patterson, with that pesky little Clay Wilson, I believe now in his corner as they've aligned with each other. Uh, so we are going to have a brand new title. We are going to unveil it. It's completely custom made for Destiny Wrestling. I've spent hours and hours and days with the designers because I wanted something different, something that's not out there. And we will introduce that to the crowd and we will crown our very first new era champion January 29th in Mississauga. Now, speaking of alliances, that alliance could be dangerous as well. I mean, you're talking Zach Patterson, who is arguably a beast of a man, aligning himself with um, a very cerebral Clay Wilson. It's funny. A lot of Quebec, Quebecois, they flock together. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm breaking kayfabe right now. Clay Wilson is, is from Niagara Falls, okay? He's straight. He's not from Quebec at all, but he plays that he is. Uh, he bought some stuff at the Dino Bravo estate sale. I don't really know what happened. And now he's just flaunting this, you know, Quebecois attitude. But the fact is... Having him out there, that could play against Ren Jones. I'm sure Ren is going to have a, strat- a strategy. I mean, he is the swag man for a reason. But you're talking about Zach Patterson in the ring, Clay Wilson on the outside. Will there be any rules in not allowing Clay Wilson to interfere in this match? And obviously, if he does, if the ref sees it, he'll eject him right away. But will you be putting a stipulation to protect Ren Jones, in this case, to make it a fair fight? As of yet, Clay hasn't given me any reason not to trust him other than being an innocent bystander ringside walking to the ring with his new protege friend tag partner brother sister aunt uncle i don't know but they've aligned themselves together how it started where it started i have no clue i've also been made aware that clay wilson uh has a new name and he now is now going to go by Clay Wilson Lafleur. <laughs> right. So his people contacted the office. He no longer, we got yelled at for the flyer that we posted. <laughs> um, so apparently it's now Clay Wilson Lafleur. He wants to prove to everyone that he is French and from the province of Quebec which I assume is why he aligned himself with Zach Patterson, who had a great attitude going into everything, and his attitude has since changed since aligning himself with Mr. Clay Wilson LaFleur. Mm, very interesting. Well, Mr. LaFleur, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna give these name changes, you might want to tell the companies you're working for before they release the flyer. I'm gonna put that squarely on him and his people because they fell short on that. It wasn't your fault, it's his fault. Completely. Completely. You wouldn't think by the messages I kept on getting. I shouldn't even say the messages, the whining and the complaining that I was getting. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. You kind of really have to be almost like an unofficial parent, if you will. You have to be an unofficial therapist. You have to deal with a lot of – and I'm sure you've experienced challenges with the changeover from old management to new management and to what your vision is for Destiny World Wrestling now. But I have to ask this. We have to go back to the machine guns, and we have to go back to Destroy for a second. Aiden Prince, allowed at ringside as support or banned from ringside? What's happening there? I am going to try and sit down 
with the faction known as Destroy the Day of the Show mm-hmm. and ask them to keep the matches clean. Mm-hmm. I know it's something that they haven't been able to do lately, but I am going to try to put my foot down to keep the matches clean. And if we have to, at the slight, at the slightest chance that there could be interference, the referee has my full support. They have full control of the match to kick that person or people away from ringside so that we can have a definitive winner and the match can be a clean match. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I almost feel like you're, you're doing everything by the book, but the way Destroy might see it is you are stacking the deck against them, giving them the opponents that you did and kind of going down the middle saying the ref has the right to ban somebody from ringside. They're going to feel attacked. I mean, they're going to feel like you've stacked the deck against them. Even though you haven't, that's how they're going to feel. You know that. 100%. And we are going to have security at this show and they will be labeled. They will have a destiny shirt on with staff on the back. They will be around ringside to make sure that no shenanigans go on during the matches. I want a clear cut winner. And if destroy beats the motor city machine guns and they beat them clean, then they deserve to win that match. And they deserve to raise those titles and have their arms raised at the end of it. Fair enough. Fair enough. We have to talk about before we get into the leader destroy and the main event, which is a banger, by the way, uh, we have to talk Tarek. We have to talk the man who has been on a streak, much like the former leader of Destroy was on a streak. Aiden Prince, undefeated in four years at Destiny World Wrestling before the unfortunate nosedive, the turn, and now we have Destroy. Tarek, undefeated since his return in Destiny World Wrestling. How do you plan to, I guess, build Tarek up? in the way that he is undefeated. He's a beast. Punch, kick, chop. This guy can do it all. He can literally destroy and decimate any opponent. And I'm not saying you're going to want to throw people out to challenge him, but Tarek is a beast, and that streak is impressive. I mean, you got to be looking at a future number one contender for the heavyweight championship when you look at Tarek. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Tarek has definitely put in the mileage. Um, He's almost there. I don't think he's there just yet, but I believe he's really, really close. Um, Will he be the next in line uh, to Aiden's title? I have no idea. Um, It's going to be up to him. You know, we're bringing, we got angels coming in to this show who also has a different attitude lately. um, And you don't know how the match is going to go. We just saw his last match against, uh, you know, Tarek against, um, Kevin Blanchard, um, that was a hard-fought match. That that could have went either way, lots of near falls, but it was smash mouth in your mouth. I don't know if Aiden, uh, if Tarek has recovered from it. Mm. You know, and now you're going up against Angels, who has a lot of momentum. He's aligned himself with, you know, with a group on TV over at Impact Wrestling. He has a new attitude. I don't know. Could Tarek's, you know, win streak come to an end at this show? It, it very well could be, and could Angels try to start his own win streak in destiny uh, to climb up the ladder. That, that match there, it is a coin flip the same way the Kevin Blanchard match was. And uh, it was, I don't know. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Fair enough. I'm not going to ask for predictions. We'll save the predictions for when the mini host. Yeah, and you I sit you got the predictions for the, the prediction show. Absolutely. And that'll be dropping uh, a few days. Um, uh, that'll be dropping the same week as this interview drops so that we can keep building destiny as we streamline to January 29th. Now, we have to talk. We've talked a lot about attitude changes. We've talked a lot about changes in general. We talk, the year has changed. Management has changed. 
attitudes have changed. Aiden Pritz, he is currently right now the Destiny World Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. 150%. There's no bones about it. And rightfully so. Absolutely. Rightfully so. It was great earned victory in that four-way scramble at the August show. And we got to see him have a title defense against Blake Christian, which was great until we had some underhanded tactics in which way he kept the title, which I'm sure you were not pleased about. The match was not a clean win. It was not a clean win. So originally we had Jordan Oliver. Then for whatever reason, I guess Jordan Oliver is not making it out to this show. But now you've changed the match and we've got Steve Macklin going up against Aiden Prince for that strap, for that title. Macklin is a different opponent than Oliver was. Macklin is a different set of everything to that was. How furious was Prince in probably preparing for one opponent and now having to re-prepare for another? What have the conversations been, if there have been any? You said you're going to sit down with the faction the day of the show. I'm assuming that there has not been any communication. If anything, it was probably short and sweet to... Uh, this is fucking bullshit. Somewhere along the lines of that, am I wrong? <laughs> no, you, you you are one hundred percent right. Uh, and I understood him when you know when he was telling me he was preparing and watching tape on on Jordan Oliver, and then at the last second that the match got changed, and now he's getting more of a smash mouth than Steve Macklin, uh, a tough, tough, tough individual who's you know he's he's moving up the ladder in Impact Wrestling and other promotions that he's working at uh, throughout North America. And this is probably going to be one of Aiden's toughest challenges yet. But when you look at Aiden being, I believe he was ranked number one uh, independent wrestler in Ontario. Um, if it wasn't Canada, Aiden, Aiden was the very first gut match I ever seen at a destiny event. It was in a scramble. Um, so other than what's been going on with this whole destroy thing, I, I, I believe he's one of the best. I believe that this is an appropriate challenge for him. And I believe if he wants it bad enough, he will triumph over Steve Macklin. And if he falls short and the title changes hands, is Steve Macklin going to be a little bit more easier to deal with than Destroy has been for you in your in your early reign here as the new owner of Destiny World Wrestling? Because Macklin, Macklin's not one to pull punches either, my friend. Well, let's just say that in trying to put this match together, you are right. Steve Macklin is not the easiest gentleman to deal with. He <laughs> has such a chip on his shoulder. And this is going to be one heck of a hard-hitting match. Um, it's two different styles in the ring that I think when magic will happen when they get in there. And I think we are in for one heck of a match. As long as... We get no interference from the outside, which, again, day of, I will make a decision if Fuerza and Vertigo are banned from ringside for this world title uh, opportunity. Daytime decision, showtime decision for sure on that. I'm assuming uh, we'll find out when the lights dim and the show begins on what your decision may be or will we find out on the socials beforehand? I am hoping that... uh, I can make an announcement beforehand and get all parties uh, together at the same time uh, and and settle this because I do want clean finishes in both matches without interference the way they've been running rampant over the last few months. So I I am going to see what's going to happen. Odds are I'm going to get a little bit of attitude and I'm going to have to ban individuals from ringside. But as of right now, 
as long as everything is kept clean and they can make everything fair, I will allow them to be at ringside, but I am going to give the referee full control if something goes sideways. I have to ask you this because this is a question that if I didn't ask, I wouldn't be much of a, uh, a wrestling conversationalist. <laughs> will Destroy show up? And if they don't show up, is it an automatic forfeit of both titles, both championships? I haven't really thought about that, George. I know on socials yesterday, Aiden had retweeted the poster and said if he shows up, you know, and gave his pleasantries with the middle finger and hashtagged a few words that I will not say on your podcast. Um, I don't know. But then I wake up this morning and Steve Macklin has responded to Aiden's comment. Well, that's why I asked. See? So (laughs) it's it's gonna be interesting. Let's just say that putting this together has been interesting. These matches are gonna be interesting. The show is going to be interesting. There could be a surprise or two in the show. Um by the time this also goes live, uh, the flyer will be out there. So this is not breaking news, but it will be breaking news for you because I'm telling you right now. But at the event, referee Harry D is going to be elected. I wouldn't say elected, but we are putting him in the Destiny Wrestling Hall of Fame hey. for his contributions to everything he's done for the past 30 years. Uh, not only has he been on TV for different promotions, but he is very big around the independent scene. Um, I wanted to do something special, something a little bit different. So not only just a customary plaque that most individuals get, but we are going to have Legends Row at Destiny Wrestling Events in the Don Kolov Arena, where his name will be engraved on a specially uh, ordered chair that I'm getting so that at any show going forward, if Harry wants to show up, he will be ringside in his very own chair. Or if you would like to give that chair up to a friend in the event that he's not able to make it, we are going to start a Legends Row at Destiny Wrestling for all the pioneers of not only Destiny, but Ontario Independent Wrestling as a whole for those who have given back, given to the business. And I want to honor them and thank them because without them, there wouldn't be a Destiny Wrestling. There wouldn't be a Don Kolov Arena. They are the ones that we need to thank. And I, I came up with a way that I thought was a nice way to honor them. So here we are. Harry D will be the first one in Legends Row. That's fantastic. Congratulations to Harry D. Well-deserved honor. I couldn't think of anybody better to be the first inductee into the Destiny Wrestling Hall of Fame and the first chair in Legends Row. So that's fantastic. Um, you know, when I look at Destiny as a whole from – the past to now new beginnings is a perfect name for your first show in 2023. What can the fans expect from you? Like this is your, your chance, your platform, your first interview that you've done with anybody. And thank you very much for allowing us to be the first choice. Uh, the only choice I would hope fingers crossed, but what do you want to say to Destiny faithful and to hopefully new fans that are going to get intrigued enough to come check out destiny and what the product and the brand has to offer. Go ahead. The platform is yours. The only, the one word, I guess the two words I can use, the one phrase I can use is buckle up. 2023 is going to be absolutely amazing for Destiny and not only Destiny, but independent wrestling throughout Ontario. The one thing that I, I really want to work on this coming year is 
mending relationships, not even so much mending relationships, but building relationships with other promotions of good stature, other promotions that put on a great show for the fans, that have the production value, that have the look and care about their fans the way I want to care about all the Destiny fans, the way Iceman before me cared about all those fans as well. I want to create some dream matches for individuals, whether it be promotion versus promotion or talent versus talent. I want to create those moments in a destiny ring. I want to give the fans a weekly show that they can tune into for 30 minutes, 40 minutes a week on IWTV or on our YouTube channel um, so that they have something to get away from the everyday hustle and bustle that we all live through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You work a daytime job. I have my business that I run during the day. Uh, Destiny, I have a passion for wrestling. Destiny is my hobby, but I want to turn it into more than a hobby. I want people to know that when they are watching a Destiny show, whether it be live or on a streaming service, that they're able just to forget everything that's going on in their life and they can just tune in and enjoy and relax and watch some top-tier talent put on one heck of a show. That's that's absolutely the best way to put it. I mean, wrestling is an escape for a lot of fans uh, to get away from the jury side of life. Cheer for your heroes, heroes, boo your villains, or cheer for your villains, depending on which way you flip flop. But regardless of the fact, wrestling is the one true avenue of artistry that is for everyone. You can just enjoy wrestling for what it is: the acrobatics, the amazingness, the skill level of some of these talents are incredible, and what these people do and how they put their bodies online to entertain us is nothing short of amazing. Now, when you say bringing in top-tier talent, I mean, you've already delivered. Blake Christian, Warhorse, just name a few. The Motor City Machine Gun, Steve Macklin returning. Already came, is returning again. Jordan Oliver, we know, is waiting in the wings. We know that top-tier talent is what you're looking for, and bringing in new faces that necessarily haven't experienced the Ontario indie side of things are going to get that. And you're also talking about building relationships with other promoters, interpromotional shows. You mentioned Seaway Valley Wrestling, which is great, a great promotion. Um, we already know about the relationship with Revolution and how that's going. What other promotions, or I mean, if you don't want to give it away, that's fine. I understand it. But again, that's what I got to do. I got to pick. I got to ask the tough questions. What other promotions are you looking at building these relationships with and possibly exchanging of talent, exchanging of rosters, super shows? What, what can we expect from all these relationship building things that you're doing? All right, so let's just say I love and hate dirt sheets. I love it when a rumor or something gets exposed, but I also love the pop and I love the sound of the crowd when I get the when you hear the ooh or the ah or the oh my god. I will tell you one thing. I have reached out to a promotion in the United States of America. And in one of those promotions, their world champion will be defending their title March 12th in Mississauga at the Don Kolov Arena. Holy shit. I'm not going to say what promotion, uh-huh. but we got a promotion. Wow. That is last, huge news. That, yes. So last show we had Steve Macklin put up his freshly won PW Revolver title mm -hmm. uh, that he won the night before, and he had the title, and he put it up on the line against Cody Lane. I figured to myself, why not have another promotion's top title showcased on one of our shows to allow their fans to see just how good Canadian wrestling, independent wrestling is. 
and at the same time expand our fans to see another top-tier promotion in the United States and what one of their champions can bring to the table. I like it. I like it. It's like the North invades the U.S. It's been a long time coming. I think it's overdue, in fact. I believe it's way overdue. There's lots of people in Ontario alone right now that I feel should have a bigger spot. Sorry, spotlight on them in the U.S. One, as much as we disagree with a lot of things, our current champion. Two, our former champion and current Impact World champion, to see, I'm following, you know, if you follow Josh on Twitter, you see he's going to the UK, he's going to Australia, Japan. Like, people do not understand just how good this guy is. Mm -hmm. And if anyone watched that match between uh, Josh Alexander and Speedball Mike Bailey, that, that hour-long wrestling classic, you know, you can call it the match of the month, the match of the year, the match of the decade, that was the number one match in the world last year. And it is going to be hard for anyone to top it in 2023. Mm -hmm. And both are from Canada. Canada does not get the recognition that they deserve for the talent that they have. And, you know, to break character a little bit, if you look at Aiden Prince, he is phenomenal in the ring. If you look at Gabriel Fuerza, I don't know how that guy isn't in every single country wrestling right now. We have Ren Jones, who's made a few appearances for Destiny, has the look, has the swagger. You know, he is American, mind you, but where is he right now? Vaughn Vertigo, up-and-comers like Evan Greenaway, Jesse Bieber. There's, I can, I, the list is, I can go on and on and on and on. Alexia Nicole, who's, who's a staple in, in Ontario. There's just so much talent that is around Ontario. And I'm just talking about Ontario. I'm not even outreaching past that. Tear it. Like, there is a, such a ground of talent here in Ontario that the world has no idea. And my goal in 2023 with all these platforms that I want to get on and, and all these different avenues, I want to get Destiny out there on socials all over the place, is to let the world see what Canadians are all about and the talent that we have and the talent that these wrestlers possess of what they can do in the ring. And we don't just have one type of wrestler. We have the professional wrestler, hard hitting Josh Alexanders. We have the more high flyers and the speedball, Mike Bailey's the Gabriel Ferrer's is the Aiden princes. We have top female talent throughout the country. And there's, there's just so much more coming up. I've been traveling around Ontario since I bought destiny just scouting talent and seeing what is out there. And the talent that the talent pool that we have is absolutely phenomenal. Now they have to continue to do the work. They got to continue to train. They got to eat right character development, work on their, you know, their promos. There's lots of stuff that still needs to be done, but Canada is set up for the future. I couldn't have said it better myself. And you're talking to a man that has bigged up the Ontario scene since I started straight talk wrestling. And it's been a huge, uh, huge honor to be able to share a lot of these stories for these amazing talents that you've, uh, you, that you've been scouting. So, uh, and you mentioned a few great names, Evan, Evan Greenaway. I mean, the, the, the kid is top tier and uh, he's put on some great matches and some great stuff. And I think, uh, I think, you know, depending on who wins between Patterson and Ren Jones, I mean, I, I think Evan Greenaway is uh, definitely in the conversation for who should uh, who should uh, be one of the next guys up 
to get a shot at that title. I mean, that's the way I look at it. So going forward, breaking news right here on Straight Talk Wrestling. The winners of our traditional opening matches of the six-pack or the four-pack challenges are going to be the number one contenders for the following show for the New Era Championship. I love it. I fucking love it. That's incredible. We are going to use that match to help get newer, younger talent into the spotlight for more eyes to see and view. Because I understand some six-pack challenge matches, scrambles, whatever you want to call them, could be for confusing for some of the fans because there's just so much action going on. So why not get it, give some of these guys a chance to go up against the New Era champion at the following show. It allows us to have a meaning behind every single one of those matches and also helps us prepare and set the card for the following match for someone who just went out there, bust their hump, won a match with six, five other individuals, and now has a chance to put some gold around their waist. Absolutely. And we, we've got a six-pack challenge set up for the 29th, correct? Am I right in that? We do. And the flyer will already be out by the time this comes out. But returning, making their return to Destiny Wrestling, just insane as the first entrant nice. into the six-pack challenge. Phenomenal. Evan Greenaway is the second person. Johnny DeLuca is number three into the match. Jesse Bieber is number four into the match. Mr. Six-Pack Challenge Scramble himself, Kobe Durst, is in the match. And making their Destiny debut will be Jax Williams entering the six-man scramble match at Destiny. Wow. Wow, that is, that is a match. You got guys with experience in there in these types of matches. You got guys that have never been in this type of match. You've got a mixed bag. And you've got, basically, it's anybody's game because it's not about, I mean, obviously, it's about who wins. But it's about who wants it more. Who's not going to quit? Who's not going to lay down? Who's not going to allow for that pin? These guys are going to put their lives on the line for a shot at this new era championship. There's six people in this match that are going to be very, very hungry for opportunity. And that's why I've selected these six individuals because I know they're hungry. And I want to see which one of them is not just talking that they're hungry, but it's going to go out there and prove just how hungry they really are. Absolutely. I, I, I could not agree more. Now, obviously, the relationship with Impact is still very much there. You're bringing in talent from Impact like Macklin, like the Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah. Are there any other? I mean, I'm, again, I'm not asking you to give too much away, but I have to ask these questions because these are questions I want to know. <laughs> are you planning on bringing any of the knockouts division other than Giselle, who's obviously rep represent, representing revolution but are we planning to see any knockouts come to destiny because there have been a few and they have laid down amazing matches with alexi nicole with a jody threat these these two women are synonymous with pro wrestling in ontario in canada actually i would say are we branching out into conversations with some of the other knockouts to see who we can possibly mix it up with we are reaching out and working towards other uh, impact knockouts, uh, some of that division to show up on our show, uh, reaching out to those in AEW to bring them to our shows. Maybe possibly there's been a couple women wrestlers that have recently become free agents that may have received uh, uh, a reach out um, from destiny. So I, I really want to put a lot of focus into that woman's division. I believe uh, there is a lot of talented women Again, just in Ontario, let alone those who are on TV, that they just haven't been showcased enough 
to get their opportunities to possibly maybe show up on TV. So part of my goal with the weekly show is to really showcase the women's talent, bring in new women's talent, and again, create some matches and create some new talent for the fans to really sink their teeth into and make their decision themselves, whether they want to cheer that individual or if they want to boo that individual. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, the way I'm looking at destiny is we need a great mix of matches from the women's matches to the men's matches, to the heavyweight matches, to the high flying matches, to tag team matches, to scramble matches. I, I want to mix it up. I want to give the fans the absolute very, very best that we possibly can. And I, I work daily to try to make sure that we can have some amazing, amazing talent show up on the shows and, and put on the best show that we possibly can for all the fans. Absolutely. So since you've, you've been kind of uh, taking over the reins, we've got tag team titles. We got the new era championship, which is replacing the next gen championship, which is fantastic. I got to ask this though. I mean, you've got the relationship with revolution and that's great. Their title may or may not be defended at destiny wrestling. Will destiny wrestling introduce a women's championship? It's long overdue. Will it happen? Summer heat. Okay. Well, that answers my question. Holy shit. <laughs> Sunday, August 20th. Destiny World Wrestling will crown its very first women's champion. Wow. And you heard that here first. Wow. You're giving me all kinds of breaking news. I feel like I haven't given you anything. Oh, wait. I big the shit out of Destiny all the freaking time, so I think I've done more than enough. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, and I'm assuming... Is there going to be a tournament in the works? Are we just going to, you're just going to keep eyeing these talents? I mean, Alexi Nicole definitely is in the conversation, attitude change or not. It's, I mean, August is so far away. It's so close, but yet so far. I mean, anything could happen from then till now. That's, you got to buckle up for sure. Holy shit. 100%. So we are going to hold a women's tournament, um, which will be announced closer to March where we will start qualifying matches um, for the finals to take place at Summer Heat. Wow. So we will crown a women's champion. We are going to have a huge field of 16 different women uh, compete in the tournament to crown the very first ever Destiny Women's Wrestling Champion. That's incredible. Man, you're, you're really, if you're not enticing the faithful to stick around, you're definitely enticing some new fans to perk up and, and pay attention. Destiny should be on everybody's radar. And I think the things you've done and the things you've talked about are going to be incredible. Time will tell. Uh, before I let you go, is there any other, no, <laughs> is there anything else that you want to lay down before we get into uh, new beginnings? And then we start on this, this journey of, of where you're going to take Destiny all the way to summer heat. All I can say is, is keep an eye on our socials. We are going to have a lot of polls coming up in the next little while. So I believe in order for me to give the fans what they want, I need to know what they want. Mm. Now, you know, understandably, anyone that works in the Fed, uh, for those wondering what the Fed is, it's the WWE. It is very hard, if not impossible, to get any of the, the talent to show up on, on our shows, um, simply because of the way those contracts are set up with them. But I want to know who people would love to see in a Destiny ring. So we're going to have polls on who they feel that we should bring in. Dream matches that we can possibly put on for the fans in attendance. Um, people who used to be in Destiny that they want to see back in a Destiny ring. 
Mm. Like, who are some of your favorites from Destiny six, seven years ago? I want to give the fans what they want and hopefully be able to fit it into the program that we're about to create. Mm. And if it all jives and it all makes sense, we will do it because we are about giving the fans what they want. And we're, you know, when we think wrestling, part of the thing that gets us is the stories that we watch. And if, you know, if you are watching WWE right now, one of the most entertaining things out there is the bloodline, mm. you know, and having Sami Zayn in the mix there and what, what's been able to transpire. People watch because they want to see what's about to happen next. They want to see, is it going to split up? Where is it going to go? What's going to happen? And, and that's what I want to make destiny. I want everyone to sit there when they're watching and be like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen next? Who could possibly show up? And, and that's what I want to create. I want to create it not only, you know, I want to create it for the fans. I want to, excuse me, I want to create it for the talent. I want to create it for myself. I want to put on one heck of a show so when people go home, they go home happy and they feel they got their money's worth from showing up to the event, seeing the talent, watching the matches, and they just had a good time. And because we are such a family-friendly event, I, I want families to be able to experience it together. Absolutely. Well, there's no better way to enter an interview than that. Uh, buckle up. New beginnings. January 29th, Don Koloff Arena, Mississauga, 7 p.m. bell time. Early entry, obviously, if you got those VIP packages, which are gone. They're sold out. You can't get them unless you talk to somebody who's already bought one and they're willing to sell it to you for double the value. Yeah, VIP, we're opening up the doors really early because we are getting a lot of people wanting to uh, get into the meet and greet and get their picture um, with the machine guns. So we are going to be going on an earlier time. The bell time is 6.30, just like last show. It will go off right at 6.30. Um, but the machine guns, VIP is going to be 5.15 because we have a lot of people to uh, filter through. I am going to have a professional photographer there taking the pictures uh, so people just don't have to use their phones. They can get a professional picture sent that will email to them. Um, once it's been edited, so they have something really, really nice that they can, you know, get framed and stuff like that put on their wall um, as, as well. So it's going to be really great. The show's going to be awesome, January 29th. I thank you for inviting me on your show. Um, it's It's been a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, everybody, buckle up. 2023, Destiny Wrestling, we're coming for you. It's going to be wild. And this is why pro wrestling is fantastic. As always, guys, I'm your host, your boy, with the one and only Emilio Albi and Destiny World Wrestling head honcho himself. And we are bringing you all the Destiny World Wrestling news as it comes forward. So keep an eye on my socials, their socials. It's all good. It's all love. And don't forget to check out the Prediction Show, which will happen a few days before New Beginnings. So me and the mini host can give our picks on who we see winning. It got a lot of heat last time, Emilio. I mean, Blake Christian, he was great. He sat down with me, but he was not happy that I did not pick him to win. But technically, my pick was right. I mean, it didn't go the way I picked it, but my pick was right. You were definitely, you were right. That, that's all that matters when you're doing those prediction shows. <laughs> Absolutely. It doesn't matter how, it just matters who. Peace, love, and wrestling, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm outer space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.